Good morning, everybody. I'd like to welcome you to our worship service here this morning at United Methodist Church of Westlake Village. This is Sunday, September 18th, 2022, and we are glad that you have joined us today for worship. This is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. We are worshiping online and in person. Masks are recommended, yet not required. Let us make a point to be courteous to one another's sense of health safety, keeping our distance and less invited to draw closer. At this time, I'd like to invite Candy up to make a special announcement. Good morning. As a member of the SPRC meeting, is that too loud? It's like I'm actually. <coughs> Uh, I'd like to read a letter from uh, Phyllis Marbach, who is our chair. She says, Dear Congregation of Westlake Methodist Church, Joanna Longo, our program secretary, has faithfully served us in this church community since 2014. The last role she's taken and performed so beautifully is helping the tech booth during Sunday service so we can broadcast to our members and friends online. As you know, Joanna is leaving us for a full-time job in Camarillo, and today's her last day. Please join us on the patio after service for a celebration of Joanna and her exciting new opportunity. Can you come up, Joanna? Believe me, this is the the smallest gift for the biggest job you oh. did, and we appreciate everything you've done over the Thank years. Thank you, I appreciate that. Thank you, everyone. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> the second part of the letter is, we will not be replacing Joanna. Our very confident business manager, Vinia Pavleth, has agreed to take on some of Joanna's duties. This results in an opportunity for our members to step up. We're looking forward to having help from some of the tasks that either Vinia or Joanna were doing previously. Some of those tasks are managing the parsonage, managing the memorial tiles, which is roughly once a year, help stuff mailers roughly quarterly, update the joys and concerns list for our prayer group, and volunteer in the office on busy mornings, which may just be Mondays, but we'll have to find out if that works out. Please give this request a prayerful and thoughtful consideration as a willing volunteer in one of these spots. If so, contact Vinia Pavleth in the church office. In closing, Walt and I are both so sorry not to be here on Joanna's last day to celebrate her and her contribution to our church. We will miss her for sure. We regret that we are also not here to talk with you about the transition we are going through in the church office. We desperately need our church family to step up and help now more than ever. Godspeed, Joanna. Sincerely, Phyllis Marbach, Staff Parish Relations Committee, SPRC Chair. Thank you. Joanna, thank you. And Vinia, thank you for stepping up. Friends, I think this is a really good time for prayer. What do you think? Let us pray. Mighty God, we come before you today holding our sister Joanna as she transitions into a new and exciting position. 
We give thanks for the time that she has had here at Westlake, for all that she has done. We see her work everywhere we look, and we are thankful. So bless Joanna, bless her family, bless Vinia as she takes on new tasks, and help open the hearts and minds of our congregation that they see those places where they can step up and help. And we ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. So I do hope that you come out and say thank you and goodbye and just appreciate all that Joanna has done for us. Um, because of that, for actually a couple of reasons, the meet and greet that I was doing is canceled because I think it's way more important that we stay here and join. And then I found out they're closed anyway. So, but that's the side note. Um, so please stay and join in our time. Um, Home Matters will be studying a book made starting next Sunday at 4 p.m. on Zoom. And of course, I have to say, join us for Conejo Connect Tuesday night at 5.30. It's at UMC Thousand Oaks. Now, friends, I ask you to sit back, take a deep breath. As you breathe in the spirit, allow yourself to experience God's love as we enter into worship. call to worship and remain standing for the hymn and the invocation. God calls us to welcome and love one another as God welcomes us with love. As we begin our worship, may love fill our hearts that what makes us
Lift up your hearts. Lift them up to the Lord. Let us pray. Holy One, Alpha and Omega, you have called us to love another as you have loved us. Rest upon our hearts as we bear your gift. Help us to lead in love in all that we do. In the name of Jesus, who came to show the way. Amen. Please. Everybody, welcome to church this morning. I've got one of you that's not going to talk to me, I can tell, but I think I can get some attention in a minute. I'm not so scary, I promise. So today for church, in just a minute, the big people are going to hear a scripture, and the scripture is that we are to love one another just as God loved us. So I was thinking about it. What does it mean to love as God loves us? Hmm. Well, you know, there are two kinds of love. One kind of love is the love that I have for chocolate. You know, I love chocolate. I really do. Hmm, this is really good chocolate, guys. Mm. Oh, yum. But this love I love for chocolate, does it mean that I want to make chocolate happy? No. Do I want to give chocolate joy? Hmm. No. It means I want the chocolate to give me joy. It is so good, and I'm so happy. I want the chocolate so I can taste its sweetness that makes me happy. Hmm. To love other people the way that God has loved us means that I want to make sure that I make them happy, that I am giving to them. Do you think chocolate could do that for them? No. Do you think it tries? No, chocolate doesn't do anything, does it? But you know what? If the world all had chocolate everywhere, I think maybe there'd be a little more kindness and happiness and loving God the way that God loves us. What do you guys think? So guess what I have for you? Not this chocolate. This one's mine. But if you look back at Callie, look what she's holding up. See that big red bag? I know, I've messed up the people online. I'm sorry. There's a big red bag of chocolate, but I can't get it like uh, Willy Wonka teleported to you. Sorry. But I'm not going to give it to you now because you guys have Sunday school. But after Sunday school, if you and the adults that are here would like a piece of chocolate, come see myself if I have the red bag or Callie. And we will make sure that you guys can have your very own chocolate. And maybe by giving that chocolate to all of you, I will feel the joy and the love of Christ. Let us pray. Almighty God, we give you so much thanks for all that you've given us. Help us to bring joy and love to all that we meet. And we ask this in Jesus' name. 
and all God's children say together, amen. All right, guys, it's time for Sunday school. Have fun. God, before time you named us, through time you redeemed us. You call us precious in your sight. May we love as you love. O oh, Holy One, through the turbulent waters, make us steady, your hands holding strong to the fragile and weak. And help us, Lord, to love as you have loved. Gracious God, may the fruits of our lives be food for the hungry, bread, clothing, shelter, fire, water, word. And may we love as you love. Oh, God of justice, remove the chaff. That which holds our lives and keeps us from hearing and following your call. That keeps us from loving as you love. Loving God, take this day our fears, our worries, our distractions, and all that we have. Turn them into wheat, heart food, so that we may love as you love. Comforting God. We hold those before you today that have been lifted up in prayer and that we continue to lift in our hearts as we sit in silence, hear our prayers. Thank you, God, for holding them in your heart, in your mind. May they feel your presence, that you are with them today and always. We ask this in the name of Jesus Christ as we pray the prayer he taught us to pray, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespassed against us. Let us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. Amen.
Today's scripture is from John chapter 13, verses 33 through 35. Little children, I am with you only a little longer. You will look for me, and as I said to the Jews, so now I say to you. Where I am going, you cannot come. I give you a new commandment, that you love one another, just as I have loved you. You also love one another. By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples, if you have love for one another. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Friends, join me in the prayer for illumination. May the words of my mouth be acceptable. In thy sight. Amen. So before I start, I did leave out one announcement that I do want to make. Our flowers today were given by Leroy in memory of his wife. So thank you, Leroy. 
So I'm guessing by now you guys have seen the title to my sermon somewhere. Okay, probably not. <laughs> it was a good try. So it's what's new about love. Now, in saying that, I'm sure many of you have thought, she is losing it. Love has been around since the beginning of time. How can there be something new about love? It is a concept that is timeless. The Greeks have many different words for love. Many different words that the human life may experience. Eros, philia, storage, and agape. You hear a lot about agape in church, don't you? We are called to love one another as Christ loves us. But what does that mean? As I said with the kids, does that mean eating my chocolate and enjoying it? Or does it mean sharing my chocolate with everybody that's out there? Many people have made some pretty good money on trying to explain what love is all about and how you should experience it. There are stories, self-help books, there's lots of music made on it. But yet we still are searching. We still are not, uh, trying to figure out what's going on. Back in 1995, there was a book that was published, and many of you may have heard of it because it was going through the Christian circles pretty big. In fact, it still does now. It's The Five Love Languages. How many of you have heard of it? So Dr. Gary Chapman definitely thought there was something more to be taught and to learn about love. He talked about these different languages of words of affirmation, acts of service, receiving of gifts, quality time, and physical touch. Now, this first book that he wrote morphed into a series of 11 books. Can you believe that? Some of the books include the five language, love languages of children or the five love languages of singles. Now, I have to say, he did some really important work. And it's still fun today to hear my teenagers go, I think their love language is words of affirmation. Or in the case of my son, it's receiving of gifts. And now if he's watching online, I'm in a lot of trouble. <laughs> but even though he has done that, I really begin to wonder, how are we communicating? How are we meeting each other's needs? How are we growing in love? The word love was mentioned in the Bible a lot. In fact, depending on the translation that you are looking at, it is between 442 words to 686 times. Now, the reason for that big of a discrepancy is because sometimes they use the word charity, which we heard in our beautiful song. But it doesn't matter what word we use. What does matter is that we understand the importance of God calling us to love. Friends, there's power in love. The whole biblical narrative shows why human beings need love from each other 
and especially the love of the divine. In fact, there is no greater power than love. Love is pure, decent, innocent, true. Love has the power to heal. Love has the power to transform. It brings together those who are family in new and exciting ways. It allows them to speak to each other, find what speaks to them so that you can communicate. But even more important, it brings in those who are strangers and loves them into the family. We find this transformation by leading and living a holy life as an expression of God's love for ourselves and for others and allowing us to see others' capability to grow, to change, to love. When we love God, when we love others, even when we love of self, we begin to transform not only ourselves, but our community and our world. And that is what I have seen going on here at Westlake Village UMC and at our sibling churches, Thousand Oaks and St. Matthews. The churches have a love of God, a love of each other, and they love their community enough to sacrifice what has always been into a change that not any of us really understand yet. We are hearing God's call in this new community called Caneo Connect. And we're not always sure how to follow it or what we're to do, but we are being faithful and obedient. We are doing it through service, through action, through study, through care of one another. And each of the churches in Caneo Connect comes with their own gifts, their own needs, their own way to celebrate love. And it's brought together by trying something new, something different. Friends, in the three months that I have been here, there has been transformation happening. Some milestone moments are not always evident, but promise you, transformation is happening. And we are slowly and surely becoming what God envisions for this area, this community to be. I've met so many different people through the meet and greets, through activities, through being invited into their meetings and into their lives. I've heard their stories. And it's been an amazing experience. It is amazing to hear where people have come from and how they have transformed and where they are going. Now, I have to tell you, I don't think I've really been here and gotten to talk about it yet, but VBS was one such transformation. And for many of you, you might be thinking, but there were only 13 kids, and we used to have like 65, 70, 80, hundreds. It had to have been a fail. But I have to tell you, we touched 13 lives. 13 lives that came from different places to come together. But my friends, if you were to ask me truly, and I'm so proud of the work we did with our kids, that is not where our success lied. Our success lied in the fact that we had 30 volunteers for those 
13 kids. We had 30 volunteers from all of the churches. And at the beginning, I saw things like this. Well, I think you look familiar. Can you remind me what church you've been to? Oh, yes. I, I see where you're connected. I think we serve together at such and such. But that transformation quickly became, hello, my brother, hello, my sister, hello, my friend. Let us get to work. Let us share love with these kids that have come to us. And that quickly transitioned to, I can't wait to see what is next. And I can't wait for VBS next year. Now, I have to tell you, as a leader as a director over family ministries for the last, now I'm coming up on seven years. And then as a lead pastor before that in my churches, I have never once had people walk away from VBS and that day say, I can't wait for next year. It comes, but never comes on the same day. So there was transformation happening. This transformation is not only happening between the churches, but in our families as well. I've seen conversations opening up, things that maybe they never thought that they needed to talk about. In Conejo Connect, we're working about the stories that transform us, the stories of our life, that everybody has a story. And I have to tell you, last week, we were low in numbers. We had about 30, and we did um, story dating. And we put them in lines, and we had two on each side, and we told them they had 30 seconds for them to answer a question, ask a question, and have it answered. So there were two pairs going. The noise in that room of them sharing their stories, of their history, where they've come from. And I would ding the bell. Nobody moved. I'd ding the bell again. And finally, and remember, y'all, I was just coming out of the COVID, no voice at all. Kelly and I are yelling, it's time to move! And they were sad that in the 15 minutes I allotted, they didn't get to talk to everybody. Transformations are happening. Seeing grandparents with the young ones, the teens with the parents, and maybe they're not even their own parents, but they're transforming and seeing God's love. Now, another amazing thing that I witnessed was at one of our meet and greets. We went to Little Calf Creamery right here in Thousand, uh, sorry, Westlake Village. I don't know how many of you have been in there, but their little dining room is not very big, and we took it over. There were so many people there that there wasn't room for anybody else to stay. And while we were in there, we had teens that night, and we had teens from many places. And I saw them talking to their friends, or maybe talking to their siblings, or on their phones, they might answer a question here or there. They played a lot with our very own Douglas girls. But they were not communicating. And so I walked over and I said, you guys aren't going to like me very much. But guess what? If I'm taking over youth group too, you're going to learn to do things like this. So I need you all to go on this great big table over here. I moved out the adults that were there. And I said, I'm going to have you answer three questions around the table. Once you answer those three questions, talk to each other a little bit. Find out that each other isn't so scary. My questions were, what's your name? What church are you affiliated in? And what school do you go to? Easy, right? I watched them do it. I kind of sat off to the side so I couldn't hear because I figured maybe with the adult there they wouldn't want to. 
They went around, and then something miraculous happened. I heard conversation. I heard them begin to bond together. One of the things I had been told from Rachel as she left was that wherever we held youth group, kids would show, but if it wasn't a place they were comfortable and connected to, they weren't there. These kids are getting to know each other. They're getting to grow. I am working on reaching out to more and more and more of them, asking them to join us. Guess how long it lasted, though? Maybe five minutes. But I still call it a win because they didn't immediately go back into their cocoon, into their whatever made them comfortable. They stepped outside of their comfort zone and had a conversation, which I thought was amazing. So, transformation is happening through God's love all around us. We are thinking outside of the box. We are looking for new ways to spread the good news. So there's another really exciting thing that's in the works, right, Gloria? <laughs> Nick, I'll, I'll include you too. You're involved in it. And that is looking for new ways to spread the good news, new ways to talk to our children, our youth, and I think probably eventually on into our adults. The three music directors of the three churches in Caneo Connect have been in conversation with each other, and they have some amazing plans on what can happen in the future for the kids to begin to grow and share music together. Now, I, would, I had written down that there would be more information shortly and I'm really excited about what's to come, but it's not my story to share. And then I found out that the story can be shared. We'll get sound. Okay, well, we'll watch it without sound. There's beautiful music. Nick, you want to get up and play for a minute? <laughs> We've got... I wish we could hear what you were saying, but I will not put you on the spot. But what I can say is we are looking to put together a kid, youth, bell choir that connects to all three churches. And Gloria, if I'm wrong in what I'm saying, correct me. But what they are planning to do is to do some tape like what we have here and to be able to share the love of the three churches together in the three churches. It's not a commitment to say, I'm gonna play in the bell choir so this week I have to be at another church. They're videotaping it and each of the pastors will find time in their service, maybe during offertory, maybe a special music, to integrate our combined choirs together so that we can share the love of Christ. Isn't that exciting? It's amazing to me. When the energy of God's love takes over, things begin to change. And I have to tell you, resistance is futile. I told you way back in my call story, every time I resisted, God hit me in the head with a baseball bat. We need to tune in to what God is saying. We need to begin to search within ourselves, in our community, and find ways that we can make a difference. When God places these moments in your heart, don't just sit back and wait for somebody else to do it or hope that somebody else hears it. This started because my second Sunday here, Gloria came up to me and said, I have a dream. And this is what I said back to her. It's not in my scope. But I can get you in contact with others. And friends, they 
ran with it. I was on the email thread and it was amazing to watch the conversations happen. So if something's on your heart, I may not tell you that I will do it. Right now I have two main focuses, but I will connect you with somebody that can go with you and we can see where God is leading that. Imagine the energy of God's love surrounding us, leading us to be the church that follows the command in today's scripture. I give you a new commandment. Love each other just as I have loved you. So you must also love each other. That is how everyone will know that you are my disciples when you love each other. And that is the kind of transformation that we are working towards. We in Caneo Connect, in our churches, in this community, are looking for a love that is spirit-filled, that is God-filled, that is going to transform not only ourselves and our families, but our church, our community, and hopefully, I dream big, out into the world. You know, I joked with the kids about chocolate, and if everybody had chocolate, how much kinder and nicer the world would be? Well, I guess unless you're allergic. But I had a seminary professor, and he said, wonder if instead of bullets, we shot Hershey's kisses across the world. I'm gonna just let that sit there for a minute. We are looking for a love where people are kind to one another, that they are touching each other with their words, their hearts, and their generosity. We're looking for a community where families grow in their faith and that growth spreads beyond their own faith community. The source is love. It may not be so new. You're right. But we become a conduit for God to reach others where they are, help them connect and for those that have declared themselves nuns and duns, we need to make a difference. They have been harmed in some way and we need to show them what God's love is all about. It is the power to become Christ's hands and Christ's feet to a very hurting world. And transformation is not only to our own family. And I can't say that enough, especially as the family minister for Caneo Connect. It's not just about our family. It's about growing and expanding our family, allowing God to infiltrate and making space. And you will hear me say that a lot throughout my ministry. I am making space for you. And what I mean by that and what I mean in this comment is we are making space for God to do what God has planned. We have to get out of ourselves, out of our agenda, out of the way things have always been, which is really hard because sometimes I like the way things have always been. But to open up our hearts, our minds, and our souls for what Christ, what God is calling to us. We are learning to love in new ways. It may not be a new love, but it is a new way to show love. And as I said, we are living in a time where this is huge. 
Christ has bestowed a power of love in us that can transform an ordinary moment of sitting in an ice cream shop into an extraordinary moment in our community and the world. Open your hearts, open your minds, allow God to infiltrate that love. Share love with one another. Share your chocolate because God's love is greater than anything else and it has the power to transform. And I ask this in the name of the Godhead, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Shalom and amen. You are invited to share of your financial resources via the instructions that will appear momentarily on the screen to help support the ministries of Christ that happen through our congregation. If you are worshiping in person, you are invited to take advantage of the ushers who will be passing offering plates among the pews. Your generosity is needed to help us keep going, doing the work that we do. So give generously and be a part of what happens in people's lives through the congregation of the United Methodist Church of Westlake Village.
we ask that you bless these gifts and those who gave them, that our ministries in your Son's spirit might thrive, helping your kingdom come here on earth as it is in heaven. Amen. Remember the tea and fashion show after church, it just left me. And all that we can do to continue to make a connection throughout this world, this life, into the one that God is preparing for us. So go forth with the love of God in your heart, sharing that love with each and everyone you meet. We ask this in Jesus' name.